Hey guys, welcome to Chapa History Today, brought to you by Indian Motorcycles and Law Tigers. Um, today we are going to start a series of once a month, we're going to check in with Sean from uh, CompD, Competition Distributing, on his Biltwell People's Tramp bike. Um, but before we get to that, um, I just want to tell all you guys, make sure you go over to our YouTube page um there it is perowitz and subscribe to it we're also running a contest right now from uh youtube so there's a video on there you have to like the video comment on it and subscribe to perowitz and you'll be entered into winning a custom painted yeti cup um painted by myself let me take that off yeah. um so we're running a contest over there. We're going to be posting a ton of stuff over on YouTube. So make sure you guys subscribe um, to that so you can catch the latest stuff that's going on here. Also, don't forget our Instagram, Perowitz underscore Psychofab. Give that a follow if you don't already. Um, do you got, how about you want to show that uh, new calendar? Oh, just give me one. Oh, oh, let me figures. go grab one. Anyway. Um, DP's got a new calendar from uh, Vintage Pro. Is it for next year? I assume it's for next year um, with one of our bikes in it, which is pretty cool. Uh, let me go over here to our comments, see who's who's tuning in. Um, Bruno, thanks for always watching. Nancy, you as well. Um, Greg Snyder, haven't seen you in a while, Greg. Um, Milt, thanks for tuning in. Let's see. Go that way. Okay. All right. Okay. So this is our new calendar. This is from Vintage Pros, and uh, Vintage Pros are um, uh, this is the paint company that we've been using. Uh, we're using their clears, their primers, awesome products, and they just did a calendar, and it's all custom cars, hot rods, and motorcycles. And we have. Let's see. Where are we? I think it's at the end. And we have December. Uh, this is a oh, little yeah. shovel head bobber that we did. Uh, actually, it was just an easy rider. And um, yeah, it's a pretty cool. Yeah, very cool bike. Okay. And it's the December. We have the month of December so that when people are looking at this, they'll see our bike and they'll think of us for Christmas. Right? Yeah, sending us so some. Oh, if you some... want a special Christmas present, <laughs> just look at our bike and uh, give us a call, and we might be able to hook you up with a special Christmas present. Or if you guys want to give us a special Christmas right. present, uh, you know, maybe for, some mixed nuts. Right. For the guy that has everything, um, you you could call us, and we can come up with something that he doesn't have. I can guarantee you that. Yeah. Yeah. Or if they want to send us a fruit cake. You yeah, know. so Vintage Pros, um, we, we, we have some calendars, um, they sent us a few of them, um, yeah. so, so anyway. give us a call. And then, um, you want to talk about cranberries? <laughs> no, you should have brought the cranberry bread in here. Oh, uh, well, I don't want to have it in front of me. It's yeah, you good. Didn't, and you didn't eat If I have that thing. cranberry bread in front of me, I'm going to want to eat the whole thing. Yeah, so those of you guys that don't follow DP on Instagram, go follow him, D. Perowitz. He posted a video, we got cranberries, and it's like an ongoing joke in the shop. And 
Yeah. We're going to we, post another one. So yeah. stay tuned. One of our good friends, uh, Ray Thatcher, he is a cranberry grower. So he brings us a big box of cranberries every year. And, you know, we could never use this many cranberries in, in a year for sure. So if any of you out there uh, that uh, watch our show and you really want some fresh cranberries, send us a message uh, and we'll send you a small bag of cranberries, enough to make a couple of cakes yeah. and some uh, uh, breads, muffins. <laughs> Nothing like fresh cranberries right out of the bog. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's cut to the cheese. Let's bring Sean on. Hey Sean. Hey guys, how's it going? Hey Sean. So I know you. I know you want some cranberries, right? Oh, yeah, I'm, like, I'm sitting here. Right, I'm I'm waiting for my box to show up. Yeah, really? it's gonna have Anna and his cat and some cranberries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so Sean, um, is it really cold there in your garage, or do you, or is your hair just messed up and you want to wear a hat? Yeah, this was last minute, so I had to put the put the beanie on. No, it's. Actually, <laughs> It's actually really cold, not in the garage itself. It's heated, but outside is terrible. We got uh, over a foot of snow last night. No way! Yeah. You it's got a foot of snow. Oh. I, I left the shop. I walked into my house from the shop at like, I think it was like 6.30 or 7 o'clock. And from that time to the time I woke up this morning at 6 o'clock, we had, we have 14 or 15 inches of snow. That is wow. crazy. Yeah. That's Crazy. We got powder. Really? That much snow. Yeah, no kidding. No thanks. You can keep it out there. Yeah, I, I think some's coming your guys' way. I don't know how much. But. Yeah, it won't come down this way though. It, it, we're 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 below the snow line. Yeah, it's too <laughs> warm. Although this, so I ask Alexa every morning what the weather's going to be. Yeah. And this morning she said I didn't. I was going to drive my car, and I was like, but I won't drive in the rain anyway. She's like. Oh, it's, you know, 37 with a chance of snow and rain mix. And I was like, I didn't think it was supposed to be. So I looked on my weather app on my phone and it says 2% chance. I'm like, what? does Alexa know something everybody else doesn't? Well, that, that was the funny thing you say that because uh, our weather uh, app this morning on our phones, we woke up, like I said, over a foot on the ground and said we were supposed to get three inches. So <laughs> they were like, a little. Hanging out there for a yeah. little while. No yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, Sean, tell us about your the Biltwell People's Champ. Okay. So, uh, the Biltwell People's Champ. It's a uh, it's a competition. Um, you have to enter and then uh, through the Biltwell website, and then they they draw out of a list of people. Um, you know who who gets into the competition, and I, it's usually like. I think it was like 15 or 18 people. And this year, they actually, the list is a little bit bigger. It's actually 20 people to start with. Uh, and what you do is you have to like kind of submit uh, photos of what you have, uh, something in process or just what your ideas are. And Bill will select that, that initial group out of whatever bike they're building. And they, you have to do a weekly update through Instagram. This is all through Instagram. So you have to submit weekly updates on your progress, what you got going on, you know, what you did this week, that kind of thing. And come January, uh, they, they hold a, a voting session. And out of that vote, and anybody can vote, you go onto Built Wells website and they actually run like a, a voting page to an alternative company. But you'll go on and they'll have pictures of us. And you can click on the builder that you want to see go to the next round. 
So that comes in January. And when the next round comes, they only pick six of us out of the 20 to go to the final stage. And the final stage is at Cook's Corner, which is Born Free. Um, okay. So, yeah, it's, so, so that's it's the, the Friday. Yeah, the Friday of Born Free. Yeah. It's all kind of it's all kind of lumped together. The the guys from Biltwell and Grant and them from Born Free, they all kind of, you know, work together. So Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so very cool. We are planning on um going to Born Free. Yeah. And um I went to I went to it last year, as I know I've told you guys both, and Cook's Corner was so cool. Yeah, see, I'm I'm like super excited about just like trying to get out there because like, i talked to you before jody uh, i really want to go to born free i've been seeing it and seeing it and it looks super awesome and a bunch of our friends go and you know i was talking to you about it and you were saying how awesome it was it is it, it is right yeah. up like you guys alley it yeah. is just like there's like one bike after the next that like man that thing's so cool whoa look at this thing like it right. is there's some cool yeah. stuff out there yeah i know of talent out there is just you know just the pictures and stuff and then getting to see some of those bikes in person finally over the last few months it's been like oh my lord you know it's uh yeah. oh yeah so awesome. now if if you win the people's choice it's uh it's a hundred thousand in cash huh oh yeah yeah i wish <laughs> maybe then you could kind of break free of some of the financial strain of building these bikes yeah. oh wait they pay you to do it right <laughs> I wish. Ask my wife, Kelsey. She'll tell you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Things don't change much. You know what I mean? Oh, no. There's definitely no money in this game. Uh, not no. at all. You just lose and lose. But it's it's what we love to do, you know? Um, right, exactly. But, no, actually, so they do offer some of a prize, which is pretty cool. Uh, so if you actually win the Built Wells People's Champ, and like I said, it's all voted on by people, and, you know, it's it's no judges or anything, uh, you get to you get a $10,000 check. Which is pretty cool. Oh, pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So you can buy some old bike, a old bike in pieces for that. Maybe a part or two. Or, <laughs> right. or if you get a really good deal. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, you get $10,000 cash and then you get uh, invited back uh, to build a bike for Born Free for the following year. So to spend more money. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But as you know, I mean, to get invited to build a bike for Born Free is pretty much, I don't know, in, in this day and age, it's its probably one of the highest regards as far as your skill and what you got going on, in my opinion. So, yeah, uh, that'd yeah. be pretty sure. So that's that's pretty cool. So here's the um, here's the Instagram page for so Biltwell underscore people's underscore champ. Um, and that's, and then now, so you guys have to do weekly updates, correct? Yeah. Right. So every week, like no matter how little progress or more progress you make, you gotta, you gotta do a, a update post to kind of keep everybody up to speed. And, you know, it, it's unlimited as far as how many you want to do, but it's a mandatory at least once a week. And then obviously stories, we're always posting stories. Like whenever I'm building like an individual part or something, I always post a story um, you know, cause you want, you want people to see you and start recognizing your, your Instagram handles yeah. to, to, you know, maybe think about getting them to possibly throw a vote your way, you know, try to get into that top six. So. Not possibly you want them to throw a vote your way. But yeah. At the end of the day where, you know, it'd be really cool to, to say you made it in for sure. What's your Instagram page? Uh, mine is action 88 Jackson. All right. Yeah. Hold on. I'm going to put hold on. on. Action eighty eight Jackson. It's Hold spelled 
X too, so I had to make it complicated. Yeah, I always just uh, type in Sean and it pops right up. Yeah. Right, I'll screenshot this and we'll post this, but why don't you tell us a little bit about your bike? All right, so um, I decided I we built a bike. Actually, we finished one this year for another show that we did, um, and it was a modern bike. And I really like the antique stuff, as you guys know. <laughs> but uh, I kind of wanted to go back to my roots and go with the old school style. So uh, I picked up uh, a 48 Panhead down in Florida uh, back in March for Sons of Speed when we were all down there together. And I got a smoking deal on it. And, you know, I was always going to build something with it. I just didn't know what. And, you know, once I got into the people's champ thing, I decided to kind of, again, go outside the box and try to do something a little bit different from the normal, you know, panhead chopper kind of thing. So as you can see by a couple of clips you just drew up, uh, we're using the 48 pan motor. Uh, we're completely building it uh, in-house here. Uh, our team uh, consists of George Banks, Tom's brother, George. And uh, his next-door neighbor, he's a phenomenal machinist. His name's Gary Ellis. Uh, we're all kind of teaming up on that and helping build the motor because this motor, you know, I got the motor as a basket case. So it was, uh, you know, it was all there, just not ready to run. It needed to completely redone from the bottom up. So we've been going through, uh, cleaning the cases up, all that kind of stuff. We're polishing it, you know, trying to make it as nice as we possibly can. You can see the cases in the background there. That was after I started doing the teardown and cleaning it up, uh, rebuilding the whole bottom end, that kind of thing. And that that picture you see there, that's actually a inertia starter uh, for for a, a Merlin V12 uh, airplane. <laughs> um, and I'm I'm incorporating that into the build. Uh, the my other really good my my one of my best friends Kevin O'Neill. He's uh, he's an engineer and he's like you know him and I are always constantly doing stuff together, but him and I have been bouncing some ideas off and I, I told him, I, I was like, I really want to put this aviation starter in a bike, you know, uh, any, why? So it's, it's, it's different, right? Uh, I'm, if anybody knows me, I'm always trying to do stuff that, uh, is different outside the box kind of hasn't been done, you know, uh, not, not that I don't like the original stuff by any means. It's just, if we're going to do a build off, I feel like you need to do stuff that makes you kind of, different from the normal you know yeah, you want to be a cake decorator yeah because i mean it's it's really easy to get lost in a sea of choppers you know so we're oh, always yeah. trying to do something crazy and have that signature look you know like the like you guys you guys have your signature bikes you know and when you see your bike everybody's like oh you know that's one of their bikes you know and when you're when you're building a bike and you're kind of a new guy you got to kind of find your way so we're always trying to do something different but that aviation starter, the reason I wanted to incorporate it in the bike is because we're doing it um, extremely mechanical. I love mechanical. Uh, I love seeing gears, chains, anything like that. That's, what, you know, the old bikes, like our JDs and stuff, you see the valve train. The push rods are exposed. Are moving. I mean, to me, it's, it's the coolest thing ever. You know, you get to see this stuff running and moving around. And it's like you actually see the engine alive. It's not all hidden behind something. You know? Yeah, and even the sound. Like right, sound carries better. Right, it just you don't see it. So I've had this idea for a while to finally, you know, act upon it. So I started doing some research, and we found this starter. I found one small enough because obviously, an airplane starter is pretty big. So uh, I found one small enough that would fit like almost the size of an oil bag. And the way it's going to work is is it has a hand crank on it. Okay, so you actually 
Uh, I think I sent you a video. I don't know if you could. You oh, know. Yeah, you did send me a video. Hold on. All right. Yeah. You won't be able to hear us. So don't talk on the video. YouTube. Yeah, I'll go full conversation. All right. Hold on. I'll play the video. Yeah, so in person, that is so loud you can't even hear yourself think. Uh, I just yeah. said, I said, wow, that thing is loud. Yeah, what's, it's cool. what, what's what's making it so loud? So it's it's a it's a planetary gear like a, a drive reduction. So you're spinning the inside of these things are absolutely insane. I, I started taking it apart and I stopped because I was like, oh my god, you need a degree in physics to figure this thing out. So. You spin this thing and it's a centrifugal force and it builds, you know, it's a high RPM in one direction, but the other way it's super slow. It's like 90 RPM. We timed it. And it's it's all for gear reduction to be able to crank a full-size motor over. So once you get it up to speed, like you heard in the video, we're going to throw a lever. It's going to engage into the side of a gear drive that, uh, you know, Kevin designed. And it's going to spin the primary over and fire the motor. So that's cool. It'll be pretty neat. So, like when I go to start the bike, and the way it would, the way the where you saw the crank handle there, that's going to be kind of like an under where my seat would be. So I'll flip the seat up, and you'll see me insert the shaft with the crank, and you'll hear me just fire, you know, cranking this thing. Everybody's gonna be like, "What the heck is this?" Yeah. And then you throw a lever, and it'll fire the motor off. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like a jet engine. Yeah, that's it that's what you got a hidden jet engine in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's what it's like it's crazy you hear this thing it's like i i knew they were audible because i i've, I've always seen them in youtube videos and stuff guys starting old world war ii fighter planes and i was like super excited about it once i got one in my hands and got to crank it i was like oh man this is gonna be cool <laughs> so when you crank it like as much as you did in the video right how long will it spin the motor over so it's actually pretty neat so the way the way the drive works is it it's a it's a one-way slip clutch so okay. once it engages into the motor and it spins the motor at you know we have it timed i think it's about 300 rpm we did all the gear uh i should say kevin he figured all the math out for the gear to spin the motor correct to fire the magneto it's funny but kevin just commented there was so much math yeah it was insane like i felt bad because i always give these insanely hard things to kevin i'm like hey this is what i'm gonna do and he goes are you sure and i said yeah like we gotta figure this out well when i say we it's usually kevin and then i get to you know i'll i'll build it or whatever but i always make kevin do all the hard thinking about it um but it'll spin it at you know 300 rpm and once the motor fires and it gets up to you know it's speeds up faster than the start itself it actually disengages so it only it only spins one direction and then the the clutch will slip out and then the the, the pulley that the clutch and drives into just stays spinning so the gears on the side like where the where this is going to engage you'll actually those will always be spinning with the primary yeah and you just got to kind of like a, it's a show bike obviously it's not something you want to you know ride 
anything, but <laughs> it'll be it'll be really cool looking. You'll see chains and gear drives, and everything will be fully exposed. Oh wow, that's that should be really cool. So, will you have to turn it over as much as in that video? To yes. Get yeah, you got to get it up to RPM so it builds enough speed and power to crank the motor over enough because it's got to turn it a few times, and then. Uh, I'll, I'll also have the kickstart as well. So if like I don't want to crank it or something, I want to do the traditional kicker. I, that'll work too. Um, so when you do that, it's going to be that loud, and then that will quiet down, and the motor will take over. Yep. <laughs> so every time I go to start totally the bike, totally contradicting sounds. Yeah, you, you guys are gonna, you guys will know where I'm at. <laughs> so, so you're gonna put some low compression pistons in that thing, right? Oh yeah. So. Uh, I actually, speaking of, I just got my pistons and, uh, I'm, I'm running the traditional style panhead pistons. I was looking at like some Keith blacks or something. And George is like, no, he's like, we need to go low compression. I was like, all right. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> yeah. Trying to make it a viable bike. And, and Jody actually, no, because you remember on the chase, Jody, how many times I had to kick George bite in his panhead that uh that thing actually was low compression pistons and look how hard i was kicking that thing sometimes the universal kicker yeah <laughs> yeah i was going around kicking everybody's bike it was a joke. Sean, Sean was getting known as the universal kicker yeah. he, i think you kicked almost i'm gonna say probably at least 15 to 20 different motorcycles it, well it, you're it's still not, me that's that's because you're young you know yeah, what i mean i gotta do it while i can because there's gonna be yeah, some right. <laughs> i can't do yeah. anything so tell us uh, more about the bike. What else you got? I got some um, some wheels right here. What do you got? Yeah, those are that's like the only thing we're buying for the entire bike, actually, uh, as far as we're not making. So those are actually lead sled customs uh, invaders. Uh, we we went with those because the 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 really cool sleek design and they're simplistic. Uh, I got the Baja Bates tires. Um, and like I said, that's pretty much like the only thing we're really buying that we're not building. Everything else you see here, like that that front end, um, you know, we're building all this stuff. The frame, the frame is extremely non-traditional as well. Uh, as you can see, it's actually laser cut plate. And that's going to be uh, something it's, you don't really see. I didn't, after we started this build, we actually found out there was actually another guy, a couple guys actually, that have built bikes at a flat plate like this. Um, Big Joe out of South Dakota, uh, Snap Fabrication, he actually started one out of a panhead. And we'd had no idea. This is the craziest thing. When we started this whole build, we're like, oh, we're going to be the first to do this, blah, blah, blah. He actually did one with a plate frame. And it wasn't going to be a hardtail like ours. It actually was a swing arm model. But he, he has it, like, semi-built, you know. And he was sending us pictures and stuff. And it was pretty cool because it was, it was pretty – similar to what we're doing um did he not finish it no it's it's still being built he he said he kind of lost interest in it um so up until now there's nothing that's actually been finished with this design as far as the panhead um there's another guy his i don't know his actual name dunworth on instagram he built one out of a triumph i think it was or some other kind of bike it's out of yeah. out of a flat plate uh but yeah we're as far as like what we're yeah. it'll pretty rare so well, yours i'm sure yours will be the best well <laughs> we we always try to try to do something you know as best of our abilities um and you know like i said stabbing everything we can here so yeah the, the cool thing like um about all the stuff that you that you guys do is you're not just buying pots and putting them together or modifying them. you're straight up making them from yeah scratch. 
not a lot of people. So love or hate whatever you build, people should appreciate it and the the work that goes into it. And that you're making it rideable too. Right. And that's like, that's the big thing. Everything we build, you got to be able to ride. Um, you know, as, as crazy as it looks at the end of the day, I want to be able to get on it and go, go somewhere. Maybe not across the country or something, but it's got to be a little machine. We'll the old, the old, real old ones to that. Right. So, you know, we're always, we're always trying to do that. And then, you know, for myself personally, it's like, I always, every build we do and we, I always try to go a little further with the next one. You know, you want to kind of see where your abilities lie and what you can accomplish. So the more, the more we can build by hand, the better, you know, um, it, I mean, you guys would know when you, when you're building a bike and you can look back at it and say, like, I did that or all the stuff you accomplished with that, it kind of, you know, it gives you a sense of pride, I guess. Um, what are you going to do for a gas tank? I'm building the gas tanks. Uh, we're going to, I haven't finished the design on it yet. Kevin and I have been kind of bouncing back and forth on it, but I got some ideas. Uh, we're going to build it from scratch, of course, but uh, I'm actually thinking now, I was, I was thinking about putting an oil tank in the chassis. Yeah. In the down tube, but I, I think I'm going to get away from that again. I think I'm going to build like an old school bike. I'm going to do uh, gas and oil in the left tank. And then I'm going to do just fuel in the right tank. So it'll be a split baffle tank on the left side. Yeah. And, you know, it'll recirculate oil through that side. And that way, too, I can do more plumbing and stuff like that. I always really like the exposed plumbing look with lines and copper and that kind of thing. Are you going to use copper lines? Uh, yeah, probably. Because I got some different ideas with hardware. As you can see, the... the, the <laughs> is going to be actually instead of welded together it's going to be bolted um and the neck and everything i i, I built the neck uh from scratch i just got a piece the neck that you can show us yeah let me uh let me grab my phone i'll take you guys over here because i didn't i didn't get a chance to upload all the pictures <laughs> that you sent me so this here if you can see it oh this yeah this is the neck, okay? Um, it's actually a couple of different pieces, but uh, what I did is we machined a block out of solid steel here, and I, I, you know, I drilled all these. All the holes will be bolts; they're all threaded and tapped, and that'll actually get bolted to the front of the frame. So that's what's going to hold your whole front end on. And then we machined the inside of this here, uh, and then that's where your neck cups get pressed into. So I finally just finished this. I know it doesn't look like a lot, but I have a ton of time into this one piece right here. Oh, uh, what is that on the front engraved in the front? So this is the first time I ever tried engraving. Don't make fun of me, but uh, I That's actually right. AJ oh, for Action Jackson. I, I've never engraved before. I've always wanted to try it. So yeah, I just, I scrabbled something in there. I figured you weren't going to see it too much anyway. Um, hey, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, right. And then um, this is, I made this too. I, I got to make another one. Um, this, I call this a bird catcher for a linker carburetor. Oh, that's it, cool. Yeah, I, I kind of model it off of like a 50s ray gun. <laughs> and I made that, I made that out of this right here. This is what it looked like when I started. So oh, wow. I machined everything out of brass. And I'm, we're running, uh, we're running dual carburetors on the bike, so it'll have, uh, you know, two linkers sticking out the side. 
and we're going to make, I'm actually right now I'm buying a, a casting kit, uh, a furnace and I'm going to, we're actually going to print the pattern for the intake manifold and I'm going to hand cast the intake manifold out of the, out of the pattern. Now the carburetor is on one side or both sides? I haven't really decided yet. I think, I think I'm going to do two out of one side. Because um, on a pan head, it would be so easy to do one on each side. I know you could do one out. The, the only thing I was thinking about is like linkages, how I would uh, uh, set my linkages up with the one out to each side thing, you know? What about throttle cables? Yeah, I mean, you could. Um, well, you could split up. And have one out each side and then just have a split coming around the front, you're thinking? Well, when I did my dual carbureted bike, I used actually a throttle cable for an XR1000. Okay. And it's got this really nice splitter so that you could have one cable from your handlebar running down underneath the gas tank and you'd yep. have a cable coming out each side for the carburetors. Oh, man. Maybe. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, because that might work pretty well. That's like one of those gray areas I haven't really focused on too much right. yet. And I was kind of worried in the back of my head about linkages and stuff and setting that up. And it'd be real. It'd be a real clean setup. You know, you could hide those cables. You would hardly even see them. Yeah, see, that's what and that's exactly what I want to do. Uh, everything. This bike is not going to have any kind of gauges or anything on. It's going to be bare, you know, very, really clean. The bars, you won't see anything. Internal throttle. Uh, you know, no front brake. I have, I actually got brand new Brembo rear calipers and I'm going to yeah. use dual rear calipers, but I'm going to use one of the rears as my front brake, if that makes sense. So you'll have a front brake, but it actually is on the rear for a hill hold. Yeah. For your, you know, no, when you're, when you're, but. Now, what are you going to do um, uh, about a clutch? You're going to use a stock clutch, I, I assume. Yep, stock clutch. Actually, we're going to put the clutch on the hand shifter, so it's going to have a hand shifter off to the on the on the left side on your tank side, uh, yeah. and we're going to put clutch lever right on the uh, on the shifter itself. Something okay. I've seen done a few times, but you know, I, I got a couple little ideas how we're going to make it different. Um, foot controls are going to be mid mid style. I, I like the like tucked up like the FXR style. Um, yeah, I do too. It's a comfortable riding position, you know. Um, yeah. The front and it's it's going to be uh, a single um, coil over shock, but it's going to be a girder style front end. Um, yeah. We're still uh, fine tuning design on that. We actually talked this morning, Kevin and I. We might change it up a little bit more. We were actually looking at uh, Jody's bike, the the redneck bike. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. were checking the front end works well hey when you Work go remember you telling you me for, oh no it'll be back after thanksgiving right well maybe maybe well if when you go down because it's in florida right now but if when you go down to kelsey's parents if you want to go by and look at it you can certainly well no it'll be there then uh, when he's coming back by thanksgiving he goes for christmas oh okay yeah, yeah so yeah, somebody's supposed to pick it up and bring it back back here but if by chance it's still there, you can certainly go by and look at it. Yeah. You know? The yeah, geometry yeah. on uh, the guy that made that front end was, I mean, he is a really, really good 
uh, fabricator. Like engineer. Uh, yeah, he's an, old, he's an engineer. He's an old friend of mine. Okay. And, uh, Long he's, time yeah, friend. He's kind of an eccentric guy. And um, that front end, really, the design and the geometry is really, it's right on. I mean, it really works well. Telling me how well it rode, you know? Um, yeah. And that's if it kind comes of down to it, I can take it off and you can borrow it. <laughs> yeah, I'll just I'll just strap it on. <laughs> we just come and take the whole bike. Yeah. <laughs> Jody Jody wants me to take the whole bike. I know why because she, got, um, she needs to build. I understand. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna just stack keeping my bikes at your shop. <laughs> yeah, just stack them up. I got plenty of room back here. We'll just keep piling them in. <laughs> Yeah. So um, one of the things, actually, I was wondering, I think, don't you guys have to ride these bikes? Yeah. So actually, that's part of, yeah, that's part of the competition, which is cool. So that you can't just bring a bike that sits on a trailer. Um, you actually have to ride it to Cook's Corner. And it's not like a super far distance. It's 50 miles. But still, you know, that's yeah. pretty, that's pretty good. 50 miles is a long ways. A lot can happen in 50 miles. <laughs> hey, I, I was cringing at 50 miles on the chase. <laughs> right. I yeah. only did one mile and I didn't get it. So 50 miles would <laughs> be a long time. Well, you know, back to the chase, Joe, you know, sometimes you have some bad luck and I've never seen so much carnage go on with you and your bike. So <laughs> I, I, something just, this wasn't not your, not my year. Well, we won't, we won't remember that one for sure. We'll, we'll think about the next. We're moving on, moving on. I'll take all of that for a good cannonball. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that's the thing. Like, cannonball, you need literally all the luck you can get, hopes, prayers, God, everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cannonball is game on. Yep. Yeah. Um. And I see, is that your son's a speed bike in that bat in the background there? Yeah, yeah, there she is. That's uh, that's the fast Betsy, as fast Tom would Betsy number two. Yeah, that's a that's a, a 1919 um, J model that uh, the Harley Whisperer himself uh, built the motor, Bill Page, um, yeah. and then uh, I built the rest of the bike. Uh, we got we got the street tires back on it, the the slicks for the uh, pavement. We had dirt tires on there for Tennessee, which we didn't run. And uh, yeah, we're we're getting close to being ready for March. Uh, we're looking forward to that big time. So yeah, so you're gonna be in the hot 61 class. Yep. I'm working on the 61 class. Yep, that's what I heard. Mom's <laughs> in the single. Yep, so. and there, which uh, is kind of crazy. So I had some conversations this morning, and there's a lot of people coming for Tom in the singles in March. And I mean, so, like. So we know a local guy is we try, yeah, Dave uh, McGraw. Yeah, Dave McGraw. Do you yeah. know who Dave is? I've heard the name, yeah. Yeah, Dave is a good friend of mine. He's got a museum, unbelievable okay. museum, like a private, yeah, museum. private Which museum. Which when, when you come up here, we'll, we yeah, should go you over there. Take it there. He's oh. got a museum in the basement of his house. Really, he's, it, 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 it is as nice as any museum you could ever go to. And he's got at least seventy-five bikes down there. Holy cow! And uh, anyways, his son races. And uh, did his son make the Yeah, so no, no, he was in the twin class. He was in like with Tom Kiefer. Okay, so was it a was it the J like the old board? Yeah, he was in the sixty one. I he went against me, but he didn't. His bike wasn't running good. 
at all. Uh, but right. yeah, so they got so now he's running it. He's got a single, so oh. he's coming after Tom too. What kind of single is it? Uh, a Holly. A Holly. I, I don't know, but, but uh, I talked to Dave yesterday, and he told me that he's uh, he's bringing the bike over to one of my buddies' places with a dyno, and he's going to put it on the dyno so he can really dial it in and get it ready. But they're serious, yeah. Yeah, like it, the competition is going to be good in March. It, it's insane. So I I was on the phone with a bunch of guys uh, this morning, and. Uh, I was on the phone with Tom himself because we're, we're trying to devise some plans on the backside here, but uh, there's a lot of people coming for Tom's title. They do not like the fact that he's like the fastest uh, single in the country right now. And I know there's a bunch of pea shooters coming. I, I through the grapevine. I heard there's like four or five CAC 500 pea shooters, which yeah, is insane. I think Aaron, Aaron's coming. Yep. And he, he's yeah. got a, He's got an SA450 he's going to bring, possibly, uh, which, I mean, we're talking bikes that are rare of the rare. Like, this is actually factory Harley race stuff, which is, you know, to see it, one of them, let alone a bunch of them, and then also to see him actually race on a track. I mean, this is, we're talking about crazy, crazy things here, so. Talking about history. Yeah, really. I mean, Tom, we were laughing this morning, you know, Tom's like, man, you know, we kind of just opened the floodgates. I'm like, yeah, man, you you literally started a, a, an entire battle between the singles here, which is really cool. You know, it's uh, cool to see all these people come out of woodwork. You would think, too, like a single, oh, you know, how fast they're going to go. But I think Tom was going like 70s, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. That bike, his bike there goes pretty fast. And uh you know, just to give you an idea, those those pea shooters, I mean, we're talking about factory race bikes, they'll go 90, 100 mile an hour. Um, just, I mean, they're, honestly, they're, they could probably beat a lot of the twins. So, yeah, well, Dave McGraw's got several pea shooters. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. hard to beat. They might have to, they might have to, if it gets like that, they might have to break the classes up and actually have a pea shooter class because it's going to be hard to beat those bikes. Well, it's all about the rider. True. That is. That yeah. is you, true. Can, you can have a fast bike, but if you can't ride it in those corners, forget it. Yeah. What's your saying, Jody? You got to have a lot of balls, right? You gotta yeah. Get- yeah. You got you to gotta have balls in those corners. That right. doesn't matter the bike. You got to right. be able to go wide open in the corners and, and hang it. Yep. I know. It's it's going to be cool. I'm, I'm so excited for March. Like, you know, we were really looking forward to October, obviously, you know, weather kind of put a dampener on that, but uh, we're really excited to be coming down there in March. So. Yeah. And so um, I, when I was, ta- I talked to Tom yesterday for a while and we were talking about our secret weapon, Bill Page, like him, having him <laughs> in our pocket is going to be huge because. Oh, look at Bill's I, on there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey, Bill's Bella. commented on you. Yeah. But, oh, but I know, like, from my previous racing, like, there was so many times where I was hot, I was winning, like, I got this, and then my bike died. Like, I can't tell you how many times. Like, right after the other. It was, like, one race after the other, something with the bike. So, it's I know how important, you know, tuning and having a strong bike out there right. is. So, like, and I 100% trust Bill. Like, Well, I'll, I'll tell you. Now, as far as early engine guys go, um, Bill Page, in, in my book, he's he's one of the top guys in the country. Um, he he's a phenomenal builder. He knows what he's doing, and he he can make stuff run, you know. And like you said, 
I can't tell you how many times I saw you running out in the lead of the pack, you know, and you were, you're the race was yours and then something would happen to the bike, which in critical time, you just can't have that, you know? So, uh, Bill is definitely the good guy to have in our corner. I'm just pumped. He's even willing to, to do this stuff with us. Cause ever since he built Tom the bike, we've kind of opened the floodgates on him and, you know, and now he's building a bunch of bikes for us. So it's, uh, I said to Tom, I'm like, we're so lucky to have him, you know, part of our team. Right. Yeah. He's in, in the top of it all off. He's an awesome guy. You know, I just, he's one of those people. You just love being around. So yeah. 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 It's going to be a lot of fun. Those Kansas guys, they're the salt of the earth. Yep. They sure are. I'll tell you what, there's, there's very few people out there that can beat a Kansas guy. <laughs> all right, Sean. So we're going to, um, we're going to make this a monthly check-in um, okay. on your people's champ build. So any of you guys um, watching, if you go over and follow Bill Wells People Champ um, to see the updates on the other builders if you want. But <laughs> give Sean um, a follow, Action88 Jackson on Instagram. Um, he's posting constantly over there what he's building. Um, also, we're going to give a plug to Comp D, which I thought I had a right sticker. Um no, what DP's pointing to is um this, which I saved on my thing. What's that? Oh, is that when you came onto the team? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I saved it. So it's hanging up on my desk. Yep. <laughs> my good note. But uh, a, a plug for uh, Comp D. So if any guys are building old bikes, need pots for pre-1936. Is that correct? Yep. yep. 1910 and 1936 is our main window. We have some stuff on each end, but that's our main, that's our main focus. Yeah, so um, go give uh, Comp D a follow. Um, but so, all right, so we're going to keep checking in with you on the progress of this bike. All and right. Come January, people are going to have to vote because it's going to go from, what, 20 to 6? Yeah, 20 to 6. So it's going to be a hard cut to make because there's some really stiff competition out there. There's guys building motors from scratch, and, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's going to be a tough one. Yeah, but you know what? We got to get you to that six so that we can <laughs> cheer you on at Cook's Corner on that Friday night. Yeah, I need all the help I can get. So, yeah, I appreciate it. Okay. All right, Sean. Well, thanks for um, coming on today. Um, and like I said, we'll check back in in like a month on the progress of your build. Sounds good. Hopefully I have a nice, big, shiny roller over here to show you guys next time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, yeah the what color are you going to paint it? Oh, so th th I didn't even get into that. So actually, oh, yeah. what's going to be really cool is the whole frame where, where it's going to be stainless. So we're going to polish the whole frame. Yeah. And uh, the the motor itself, we're doing like a satin finish on it now with some polished fins, some chrome accents. And then the only thing that's actually really going to be painted on the bike, I think, is like the tank. Yeah. Everything is going to be polished metal. So, uh, you know, my buddy Brian Woods Goods, uh, he's going to paint the tank for us. And I think we're going to do it. Uh, like a real dark black, like a real deep black color. But yeah. what? What was boring. the thing? Yeah, boring. <laughs> boring. No. Come no, I got, I got some plans for it. Jody, your your paint actually inspired me. Your your leaf. Your uh, yeah. You got to put some scrolls in there with some well, gold leaf. Like yeah. yeah. But it's that's like literally the only thing on the entire bike that's gonna be painted. So yeah, but why not give it a color? Well. I don't want it to like draw away from the bike. I want the like the oh, one single piece. <laughs> Come on. 
Well, okay, let's put it this way. I'll I'll consult you more before we get to the stage of painting. You could even do like a maroon, like you know, a kind of DACA color. Yeah. Color. Like you can be like, wow, that's a nice color. But we'll look good. Cool bike, but that's a nice color. What would look good with the leaf? Black. You'll be like, God, black. You know, you know the old saying, Sean? Nobody walks across the street for a black bike. Oh, is that what you say? See, I always do like crazy colors. Like you guys, you guys remember my FXR? It was like out of control at a your paint show. Uh, I was trying to do something a little more subtle, but maybe I'll have to think of rethink my subtle is, subtle is not the ticket. No, you gotta you wanna have a be color. The, you want to be the champ? Subtle <laughs> isn't the ticket. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I'll I'll put it this way. I won't, I won't pull the trigger until I talk to both of you about what color. Right. Yeah. And your painter is such a good painter. Why not, you know, use them? Well, I know. And, uh, you know, he everything I've ever had him do, he knocks out of the park. So it's like, uh, yeah, well, I'm sure we'll come up with something by then. Actually, a lot of times, whatever I have an idea, he tells me no. And then he just takes the reins. So. <laughs> yeah, black is too boring. Well, I was going to do the gold leaf with it, like the scroll work. It wasn't just do that on a, on a nice, like, candy or a nice, you know, pearl color. Yeah, you we want, know. You want to do something, Sean, where the light hits it and people say, "Wow, look at look at how the light hits that color." Right. That's cool with black. No. Well, you guys got me. Well, you just messed up my whole plan now. So. Yeah, well, hey, you got plenty of time. I know. <laughs> Actually, I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm just gonna say we're saying that now, but when we talk again. Yeah, well, my, it's gonna my, be like. Like completely done for May. Like it's got to be ready to roll in May. So it's uh yeah we're we got a lot of work ahead of us. A lot of late nights, but uh, yeah. yeah we'll get it done. Kevin says leave the decisions to the painters. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I knew I was gonna get flack for that. I shouldn't even told you. Guys. <laughs> you got blacklash. Yeah, <laughs> blacklash. I'm never for the rest of my life. I'm never gonna have a black bike again because all I'm gonna think about is Cody right. DP making fun of me about a black bike. So. Oh, yeah. Sorry, black bikes' lives don't matter. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> all right, all right, Sean. So thanks for thanks for coming on. And you guys, once again, he has Sean's Instagram. So go give him a follow if you don't already um, to watch the daily progress of this build. Um, and we'll catch we'll catch back up with you in about a month. Sounds good. Thanks, guys, for having me on. I appreciate it. All right. Okay. Thanks, hey, Sean. good luck, Sean. Thanks, DP.